Today on the show, I'm going to answer a listener's question on how to find balance in chaos, talking about the chaotic times that we're living in and how to really center yourself and find balance. Have you ever wanted to learn how to build your own flute or maybe just do a woodworking project? I'm giving a flute-making workshop here in Berlin, Germany, where you can learn how to build your own Native American-style flute. I will take you through all the steps, so at the end of the workshop, you will have a finished flute. And there is something special about the connection you will experience playing an instrument that you made. The workshop is at the Berlin Woodwork Academy. It's a two-day workshop on Sunday, 29th of May, and also Sunday, 12th of June. Register right away because there are a limited number of spots available, as it will be a small group to ensure that students get enough attention. You can go to singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com for a link to register. You can also find that same link in the episode description. So join me and learn how to build your own Native American-style flute. Imagine you're walking on the street and you see a musician playing. And that musician has a hat out and you enjoy the song, so you put money in the hat. And you give them a donation. Well, this is what I'm asking from you. Is Here I have recorded over 65 episodes now, and I'm counting on your support. This podcast is funded by your generosity. All I ask is that you make a donation. Give what you can. Give what you feel that you've received from this podcast. It could be the price of a yoga class. It could be more. You can give in any currency, including Bitcoin. There's a link in the episode description for the donate button, or you can go to thestoryofmepodcast.com, and on the contact page, there's a donate button. I am now on Substack. You can go to amarjitsingh.substack.com and sign up for my newsletter to read my writing. And I post all kinds of things there weekly as I move off of social media. There's a link in the episode description for my Substack newsletter. Okay, let's get to it. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Why? Welcome to the show. For new listeners, my name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. For old listeners, welcome back. It's good to have everyone again. I hope you all are doing well. Today, I'm going to answer a listener's question about finding balance in chaos. And she writes in talking about how life seems in turmoil because of all the changes going on with the last two years and changes in her job and changes in her living situation and now some economic problems that she's going through. And so she wanted to know how she can really find balance when everything is changing like it is. I think this is an important question that many people can relate to, even if your life is not in big turmoil. But just how do you deal with change in life? How do you deal, especially now, 
when there's so much going on, whether it's the war in Ukraine or or it's uh, COVID or the vaccinations or other things going on to really keep you wondering what's going to happen when we see the gas prices going up, we see the currency changing with all this inflation, and we see the governments making all these strange uh, decisions and, you know, a lot of the propaganda that's going on. How do you remain balanced and how do you find truth? Which they're one and the same, whether you're looking for truth in the society or in culture or the truth within. It's all the same vibration. It's tuning into the same frequency. And I've talked about this on other episodes, that the whole point of life is to go from the coarse to the subtle. And when we talk about the coarse to the subtle, we're talking about vibration. Everything is vibration, right? You say something, it causes a vibration. You you move, it causes a vibration. You think, it causes a vibration. Each thought causes a different vibration. And so this idea of going from the coarse to the subtle is not just in in the conscious tuning into these vibrations, but it's through the actions also, right? You have very coarse actions and gross uh, behaviors, and then you have very subtle actions or subtle behaviors that get you in alignment with that. And so the more refined you are in your thinking and your feeling and your uh, tuning into the subtleties, the nuances of life, the better equipped you are at finding truth. Because everything, like I said, is its own unique vibration and truth is no different. And you know this in, in a way because you go to buy something in a shop and the person tells you, oh, I love how this looks on you. Or they give you some other lie. Maybe it looks good. I'm not saying it doesn't. But you can tell that they're not being sincere or they're not being honest when they're telling you something. Because you can tune into this. You feel it's a different depth in the way they say it. It's a different vibration in their voice. It's a different look in their eyes. It's a different movement in their body. It's a different attention that they give the situation. And all these things are just vibrations. And tuning into these subtle vibrations allows you to recognize truth. And so if you could understand this in a course situation where it's an obvious lie or a more obvious lie, then you can learn to tune into this in a very fine, subtle way where you can tune into what is true and what is not true. What are the intentions behind what this person is saying or doing? And uh, you can you can do this through many aspects. Like I said, everything is a vibration. And so you can do this through the words that they say or the tone of the voice or the vibration of their actions. And there are behavioral psychologists who can observe the behavior and and mannerisms of people and tell you, okay, well, they look this way with their eyes or they blink their eyes too much at this moment and you can tell that they weren't being uh, truthful. And and there's a lot of good uh, YouTube videos for this where there's some people who are professionals and they're analyzing, you know, the behavior of 
maybe some famous people as they were being interviewed for something. And it's, it's quite interesting. Uh, I was watching a couple of these uh, the other day, and, and it's quite informative because you start to see how all these actions are, are unconscious or all, even the way they phrase things, whether they change the pronouns from I to we or, or to you when they're trying to change their perspective on who's to blame or when they're trying to withdraw their their responsibility from something. And so this is a way that you can tune into the subtle. And we can say that this is being psychic or this is being intuitive, but it's really just tuning into the subtle, to really tune into this subtle vibration. And we can see that with what's going on in media and, and the internet and all the stuff, it's causing a lot of chaos. And how do we know what is true? And how do we learn to center or find our center in this chaos? And I, I can tell you that I have just taken a step to remove myself from social media. So I'm going to need your help uh, to to keep in touch with you because I did want to participate in something that is manipulating people in a in a very negative way. And not just social media, but Google does this as well. And I don't use Google browser anymore, or, or maybe occasionally I do, but I try to avoid it because you're not getting the results in the correct order. They're manipulating you through the way they give you the results. And this has been proven through research. And they manipulate you. In fact, there's a couple of great documentaries uh, regarding this. I'm sure most people have heard of The Social Dilemma, and this is a good one. But a, a more interesting documentary, I think, a more scientific approach or, or investigating something that actually happened is The Great Hack. And if you get a chance to watch this documentary, and it's about the Facebook Cambridge Analytics data scandal uh, about the time of the election in 2016. And it's quite interesting because they talk about having 1,000 data points for each person on Facebook to run a, a linear regression model. Right. If you have 1,000 data points on someone, this is a lot of data points where you can then predict their behavior or the outcome to certain uh, data given to them, showing that was it at one thousand? I think it maybe it was even five thousand data points, but it was it was even thousands a lot. But I think it might have been five thousand, and this is a lot. This is a lot of information, and it does have the capacity then to predict your behavior with quite accuracy by changing the response to your searches in Google in the order that things uh, come up, or even the advertisements that come up. I think they were saying that they manipulated the election because they were only reminding people who seemed like they were Democrats to vote where if you're a Republican and you're doing a search, you would not see the advertisement to remind you to vote. And so little things like this to manipulate you. This is pretty scary because you're being manipulated without knowing it. So my 
thinking about how to find this balance and how to find your center in this chaos is one to remove yourself from many of these aspects of society. And again, yeah, it's it's hard to to do this. I, I told you I'm not using Google for my searches. I use Brave. Okay, so this is maybe not as good in the results, but uh, at least it's not manipulating me like Google is. And then I have just posted my last thing on Facebook. I am now off of Facebook. And this is a big one because I I don't like this form of communication and I didn't want to be manipulated through Facebook. It's not a, a very positive aspect when you're posting things and they're saying that this is wrong when it is not. And it's a lot of propaganda on Facebook. And it's it was difficult to make this decision. And like it is for many people who are on there, especially for people who travel around and have friends in many places, because it's a really nice way to connect and, and to see what's going on with everyone, but at what cost. And so I have stopped publishing my uh, post on Facebook and now I've moved to Substack. So you can find me there. There's a link in the episode description. It's amarjitsingh.substack.com. And you can re- register to see my post and my writing and, and have a conversation with me this way. And I hope many of you do so that I keep in contact with you. But it's important to try to limit yourself to many of these aspects. I know it's difficult because of people's work, uh, because of your lifestyle, whatever it is, or just like you get comfortable being on these things. But it's important to be able to let the mind be peaceful and to let the mind come to its neutral spot and not be influenced, not to be uh, bombarded with propaganda. And if you look at any news uh, website these days of the mainstream news, there it's all propaganda. None of the information is 100% correct and is done intentionally. The, the governments of, of the U.S., of, of uh, Canada, and I'm sure of the U- European countries have given billions of dollars to the media companies to incentivize them to promote their agenda. And this is taking away your free thought. And I know there are many people, especially maybe the older people or or... or some people who are not as up on technology and don't know how to find the better websites or the better journalists who are actually speaking the truth. And this is really affecting society. It's dividing everyone. And this is a big problem with being able to find pieces. We're looking for this level ground. We're looking for this space to be able to stand stand still and connect with people because it is important to connect with people but it's becoming more difficult because of the propaganda is really trying to divide you and and is doing this with the intention of controlling you this is all related to finding balance 
And even though that things are changing very fast and there's a lot of negativity, in some respect, it is a positive aspect because you have to have balance and it's it's an innate drive of everyone is to find this balance. And so when there's so much negativity, it forces you to look for the positivity. It forces you to look inside. This is one of the key things is when we're searching for truth, what are we searching for is we are searching for the things that don't change, right? When we talk about who are you, we're talking about the things that don't change. Anything that changes is not you. And so we need to go deeper to look at what is permanent. Because when we find this permanence or this thing that doesn't change, then no matter what changes, we have our anchor, we have our foundation. And this foundation is this concept of finding the true you, looking for the things that do not change. Because as bad as things are now, in my estimation, they're going to be worse uh, very soon. I think in the next couple of years, there's going to be a lot of changes that people Uh, Now I may think it's a conspiracy theory. And and the biggest change that's going on right now is this digital currency. And once they do this, your freedom is gone. You see see how they froze the bank accounts in, in Canada, and then they froze all the Russian bank accounts throughout Europe and the U.S. And they want to be able to do this to you in an easy way. And the way to do this is through the digital currency. And they'll call it, oh, it's a cryptocurrency, but it's different because it's not it's, the, the, the digital currency like Bitcoin and these are not centralized. So there's no capacity to, to stop it. But the federal government digital currency is centralized and they can write a program that allows that currency to be spent or not. So they can decide that you can't buy this item and program it, and then you won't be able to do it with a push of a button. And this is what it's coming down to. So, again, how do you find this balance with all this is going on as you protect yourself? For me, I, I told you I got off social media. I get into buying cryptocurrencies so that I'm not subjected to the dollar or the euro as much because I think these currencies are going to have lots of problems very soon. And it's a way to protect yourself, to be independent. And this is what I've had to do throughout my life because of the lifestyle that I live. And you're going to find it more necessary, even though you live within the householder's lifestyle, you're going to have to do this more and more to stay free, to stay uh, focused and not be subjected to the whims of the state. And so then what I'm telling you is you need to look for the permanent, right, within. And so when we see all these things that are changing, again, you can protect yourself as well as you can, understand what's really happening. And and it's a trade-off, though, right? We talk about, okay, I just ignore it. I don't want to know about all the stuff. I don't read the news. And and believe me, I went through years of not reading the news and saying I'm, I'm not into politics. I don't pay attention to this stuff. But when it starts to affect you, then you have to be informed. You don't have to uh, 
read everything day by day, but you should be informed of the trends of what's happening that's in relationship to your freedom. You know, if they want to argue over some law being passed about something that has nothing to do with you, okay, let them do this. But the things that are going to affect you are your free, your capacity to move freely through traveling, through moving around without being documented, your capacity to spend your own earnings. And these are the things that I would focus on and that I focus on. The rest of it, they can do what they want. But you need to not get so caught up into these daily aspects of life. And this is what they try to do in COVID every day, announcing the number of deaths and then the number of deaths in the war. And all this is just propaganda. I'm not saying that their people aren't dying and people aren't being harmed or suffering. But you don't need to tune into this on a daily basis to disrupt your peace of mind. You need to find this peace within. Because no matter what's going on outside, if you can find the peace within, you are balanced. And I remember when I when I was in India, and you would see down a, a busy, busy road, and if you have been to India, you know how the people drive. It's it's insane. And there will be a cow laying in the middle of a, a lane, just in the middle of a busy street and just laying there. And cars and motorcycles are whizzing by them and missing their head by inches. And they don't even move. They don't even care. And when I see this, I say, okay, when you have peace within, you can relax anywhere. And this is what you need to learn how to do is to find this peace within. And a big part of this is learning who you are and the purpose of life. Now, I've talked about this many times in different ways about the purpose of life. And what is it? And this is my perspective on on this purpose of life. And like I've mentioned in other episodes, if you look at who are you, well, you are the creative manifestation of the creator. And this is why in the Sikh religion, <clears throat> everything is, is God. God is the creator and the creation. And if you think about how, what does this mean, how can God be the creator and the creation? And you think about if you have a piece of clay— and you make a cup out of this clay. So now it's not clay. You make it hard. You paint it. You shape it. You paint it. And you call it a cup. And so now it's a cup. But really, in essence, it's a piece of clay. And this is the same way that God is the creator and the creation, the same way that clay is a cup once it's shaped into the cup. And so if you are this creative manifestation of the creator. You are this cup. You are God. You are the same. This is what they talk about as we are all one. We are all the same fabric of the same cloth. There's no separation. We all come from the same thing. And this is why God is indefinable, because how can you define him? There, every word that exists in our language would go towards defining God, and it still wouldn't be enough, because he is beyond 
comprehension of the mind and beyond explanation from the mind. And so this is what God is, and you are the creative manifestation of God. And God is creativity, and what is creativity but love? Love and creativity are synonymous. And we've talked about this on many episodes where I gave the example of saying if you make a, a, a dinner for someone, you say, I made this dinner with love. Well, what does this mean, and how does this differ from the other times that you made dinner? So if you made dinner with love, what are you doing as you're putting your attention into what you're doing? You're taking this internal experience of how you feel about this person, and you're putting it in this process of preparing this dinner, whether it's making the table look a certain way or cutting the vegetables a certain way or making the plate look a certain way, putting certain colors in the flowers. But it's this attention to how you feel and creating this in this external manifestation and putting your attention into into it. And this is creativity. This is creativity. So creativity and love are synonyms. And so you are this creative manifestation of the creator. You are love. And what is the purpose of creativity? What do you do when you go to a museum and you look at pictures? Well, you say, oh, this picture is expressing this idea to me, or I get this feeling from looking at this picture, and these colors make me feel this way, and this this artist was trying to make me feel this way. And so creativity is is this expression, and it's this expression to express its love. And you are no different. So you are the creativity, and your job is to express love in everything that you do, to express this creativity, to explore your creative expression. And so this is what life is. It's the exploration of creative expression. So when think about this chaos that's going on and trying to find inner peace, what is the anchor but connecting to your purpose, connecting to this path? And this is the path to truth. And this is the path that comes when you start to appreciate your existence. That you are this creative manifestation of the creator. You are creativity and this you are here to express yourself. So you need to find, well, how do I express myself? Now, some people will do this through painting a picture. Some people will do this through being a yoga teacher or being a writer or being a doctor or being a janitor. It doesn't matter what you do. It's how you do it and putting your personal touch on whatever it is that you do. And this is the key component to creativity is putting your personal touch on it. I can paint a picture and it could be a beautiful picture. and You can say, wow, how creative. But if it's something I just copied from someone else, it's not true creativity coming from me. Now I could paint a picture that maybe isn't so great compared to the other picture, but it came from my feelings. It came from what was within me. Then this is true creativity. And and what happens is people say, oh, I'm not creative. And what they're really doing is they're judging themselves. And like I said, creativity and love are synonyms. And what is self-love, but it's your capacity to allow God to flow through you without resistance. This is self-love. 
because you are love and the capacity for you to accept this is the capacity for you to accept yourself, to accept God, and this is self-love. And so what is this resistance? It is your judgments, your way of looking at things that is resisting the true you. It's looking into the mirror and seeing yourself for something that you're not. Oh, I'm not so smart. I'm not so pretty. I'm not so strong. I'm not so... And and you have all these judgments towards yourself. Or I don't like this about myself. Or I don't like that about myself. And these judgments then cause resistance to who you are. And this is why you're not completely authentic is because you're communicating only a part of what you are. And the way to really express yourself fully is to remove all this resistance so that this flow of creative consciousness, this flow of love comes out without resistance. And this is the key to finding your balance in chaos because it's this exploration that is going to help you discover the truth within because you're going to have to peel apart all these temporary things to find the permanent. And this is why, even though things are chaotic now and society and changing, it's actually a benefit because it makes you look at yourself deeper. And, and this is the, we're in the beginning aspects of this big change, which causes a lot of psychological issues for people. But as we start to assimilate these changes and start to understand ourself, then we're able to deal with it better. So it's kind of forcing you, forcing everyone to look within it to a much stronger degree. And it's this looking within which is causing a lot of turmoil for people and it's throwing them out of balance because they're focusing on the, their reactions. They're reacting in, in a, uh, a way that is is throwing them out of balance. This happens in the news and they start to get afraid. This happens in the news and they start to worry about this and they start to, and they see all this division, all this chaos, and it throws them off because it focuses them on their reaction instead of what's behind the reaction. And just like I've talked about before, Krishnamurti says we learn in relationship to people, places, and things. These are our mirrors to see within us because it's how you react to these things which determines what's going on within you. And what we want to do is we want to learn to find the neutral space, the non-reactive space, to see the permanent. So look at the things that are causing you to react and think about what happens if you don't react. How do you prevent yourself from reacting? And of course, like I said, tuning yourself out of all this propaganda and all these things that are going on is a good step and it's an important step because it's all done to try to create this hypnotized society that will do what they're interested in having you do. But beyond this, you focus on your own daily practice, this meditation sitting with yourself, sitting with your breath, sitting in silence, doing your yoga or whatever it is for you, going for a walk, but taking this time to be quiet, to quiet the mind, to quiet the body, 
and to focus on something simple like the breath. And then in your daily life is to focus on the self-expression because this is your purpose in life is to find the most complete way to express yourself. The closer you are to this, the more content you will be in life. Think about if you get into a discussion with someone and they're not paying, they're not listening to you, they're not understanding you, you start to get frustrated and you don't feel heard. You don't feel that you're able to express yourself clear enough for this person and it frustrates you and maybe you get angry and yell or cut this person out of your life or whatever it is. But this is the extreme. Now imagine you're saying something, the person understands exactly what you mean, and they accept it, and they're saying, oh, I like what you're saying, I can, I relate to this, I connect to this, and it's a much different feeling. And this is really what we're all searching for, is this connection of being heard through our expression, whatever that expression is for you. And the way you find this is by looking at the resistance to your self-expression, the resistance to the peace of mind, and learn how to connect to this authentic voice. And when you're able to really express yourself without this resistance to the self, you start to feel more fulfilled. And this is where peace comes from. This is what I recommend is to one, tune yourself out of all this this propaganda and all this manipulation that's going on in our society through the computer as much as you can, through the currencies as much as you can, because this is going to be the big one coming up next. Whether you recognize this or not, I, I guarantee it. Within the next two to three years, if you're not out of this currency, you're going to be manipulated even worse than the internet through Google or Facebook because they're trying to do the same things with your money. Then to learn how to find your self-expression. And so maybe you don't have a job that you're able to really do this now. So then find some hobbies where you are able to do this, to cultivate this connection with your expression. If it's at your job, this is great. If it's not, find some hobbies to do to maybe eventually this will turn into your profession. And the third part is having some practice where you're able to silence the mind, silence the body, and to focus the attention and to go within and focus on what is permanent. Let go of the temporary. Because even the good things that are temporary will go. The bad things will go and they'll come back. They'll go and they'll come back and your attachment to them is what is going to bring you suffering. This desire and aversion are the, the basic foundations of the idea of Buddhism, of suffering. Right? When you have any desire or aversion for something, you're creating suffering. And if we look at all these things that change, what are you looking for? What are you able to tune into and how subtle is your awareness? And if you do these things, it's going to help you bring that foundation. And when you have that foundation, that balance, then you can be like that cow and be sleeping in the middle of the road with all these crazy drivers whizzing by you and without reacting. And the more peaceful you can be, the, the better you're equipped to do this. 
And even if you are equipped to do this, it doesn't mean that you should participate in these environments that are chaotic. So even in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that your environment and the people that you surround yourself with are an important aspect to your capacity to really go inward, and, and it's a big influence. And we see this. The more attached you are to the media or the government and all these things that are going on, the more difficult it is to think for yourself. And you can see this in, in how people are thinking so illogically and crazy. If you focus on these three things, you will be able to get through all of this chaos. It doesn't make it easy, but it makes it easier, right? It, depending on your karma and your living situation and, and many different things, you're going to endure different problems. There are some people who are or the last two years didn't affect them so strongly. And there are other people who it threw their world upside down. So it depends on your karma. It depends on what you're dealing with. But if you practice these three things, they will help you in finding this balance within the confines of chaos. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the program. Again, Please connect with me on my Substack account as I moved off of social media and I still want to stay in contact with all the people and you can participate in the conversation there. Go to amarjitsingh.substack.com. Also, make a donation. I rely on the generosity of you, the listeners, to help support me in this program. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com and on the contact page you can make a donation and support the podcast. Okay, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. <laughs>